Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had the I was sporting the knee length cargo short. Oh, got, yeah, I I got rid of those because it, yeah. whenever we I have so many cargo shorts I had. I, I finally it was had hard to, for me to do. They're so you just ain't throwing good clothes away. They were nice. There there's nothing wrong with them. Right, other there was than nothing not in style anymore. There was nothing wrong with them, and they're they're very useful. All those pockets are very <laughs> useful, especially when you go Put to weed in there. Well, I'm just thinking I used to theme parks all the time. It's like, yeah, I've got my, got my, you know, it's, they come Especially in handy. With the, because you don't want to put like your sunglasses in the side pocket. Cause if the seat belt is going to crush them or something, whereas right. you have that cargo pocket down by the leg, it's all right. And you can close it up and snap it. And back when I used to have a digital camera and every camera wasn't on your phone, I had to put <laughs> my camera in there. Very useful. But all of a sudden it became not popular. You were a, a dad, an old person, if you were cargo shorts. <laughs> so I had to ditch them. So I kind of somewhat circumvented them. I have Nike golf shorts, which are very light material, but there are two of them, pairs of shorts that I have that do have cargo shorts, but they're golf shorts. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. And what's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And this is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. Today, we're going to finish talking about the Saints-Chiefs preseason game. Uh, guys, I admittedly was not able to watch it on Sunday. I was not on the Instant Reaction Show, so I'll be looking to you for more further complete analysis uh, after you've had time to really overreact or overthink each individual player's performance. We'll dive into a few of those on the show today. We have Jason, James, and Wesley, the full cast of characters. Put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show. All right, fellas. Uh, first things first, was your hype and excitement on Sunday after the game justified now that you've had two days to sleep on it? Or are you just as convinced that we are Super Bowl bound? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You've only had more things come out that have reinforced your belief. I've only watched more breakdowns of all Miller. of all the good things that our players did. The run blocking looked very well. The offensive line looked well. Carlos Ruiz, or is it Cesar Ruiz? I called him Carlos again. God damn it. I love doing that. Not the baseball player, the football What's player. What's your Cesar deal, Ruiz? Well, Carlos uh, Ruiz was a baseball player. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, the, block, no, the, the offensive line blocking was great. If we could just get the young running backs to run through the large holes. Mm, be well, great. he's hurt, so he won't have to run through the holes. Well, was he hurt before that? And was his injury to his eyeballs? <laughs> Jameis can refer him to a LASIK surgeon. <laughs> Even Jameis looks good, right? A lot mm-hmm. of guys look good on the, on you know starters and maybe immediate backups yeah every everybody look good it's but you're almost starting to see a little more of the other media pick up maybe some national media pick up oh maybe Derek Carr's not a piece of shit maybe Oakland was the problem or Las Vegas I'm sorry I thought about that where it's it is funny how so many and I'm using air quotes for the listening audience like experts would or did jump all over. Oh, Saints are getting Derek Carr and they act like he's going to be the exact same Derek Carr as he was on under Josh McDaniels 
even though he was a different Derek Carr when John Gruden was there and a different Derek Carr. You know, and I don't know. It's just funny how quickly people forget that a guy in a specific you go change teams and you can become a different player because maybe the problem wasn't you and the problem was the organization or the culture or the situation that you were in. It was also interesting because he said, Carr said when he put on the jersey and he looked in the mirror, he's like, man, it looks really weird. You know, he had nine years in a different jersey. He said, yeah, it's really that, weird. That black and gold, he had black and silver. <laughs> but, he, but he felt he felt excited. So there is a, re, you know, when, when a guy kind of flames out and he goes to a new spot, there is a rejuvenation behind that. And I think there's there's extra motivation. There's extra excitement. I mean, he and we've seen in the offseason, he's come in and he's he's worked his ass off to do everything that you're supposed to do. So getting a highly motivated guy and his muscles are bigger. Well, his muscles are fucking huge. I don't know what he's (laughs) taking. Hopefully he's going to get that random drug test, but, but having a, having a motivate, highly motivated guy who's got a lot of talent coming in, at least for this first year. I mean, it seems like, again, he can be a top 10 quarterback. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, beyond just motivating himself, he has gotten the team behind him. He has clearly become the the leader of this team in a very short amount of time. We've got some major veterans that are excited about him and saying he's the leader, um, and he's motivating other people to commit to the Saints and work hard and have success um, as well. For me, he just looked, yeah, he just looked comfortable, considering that was the first time he's taken live snaps. Um as a Saints player, he just looked comfortable. Um, he did everything that you'd want to see him do. I mean, the one drop pass from Alave was on Alave, should have caught it, but it would have only have gone for two or three yards anyway. So there's no, you know, there's no thing there. Oh, but even at almost hundred percent completion rate at that point, it was it was one of his two misses. That was the first play of the game. It was the first play of the game. No, I'm saying like if if he doesn't drop that, then Derek Carr only missed one pass the entire game. Yeah, like, no, no, entire no, game yeah. out of his eight. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely. But he just he just looked comfortable. Um, and you mentioned it. Uh, one of somebody mentioned it. The offensive line looked really good in both run blocking and pass blocking. And you know we've said it all off season. That's going to be so important to what this team does this year. And it was a good start. Yeah, and everything. It helped. He also had McCoy show him how to get to the parking for the game. That helped, so he didn't get <laughs> lost like Drew did his first time. Well, and James, I mean he. He does look comfortable, and he should, because we've done everything to build the most comfortable spot he could have um, yep. as far as the types of players we brought in, the um, bringing in John Gruden to make sure even like we've changed some verbiage or we're doing some relation between his offense he was in versus what we're in. We're building uh, this offense around him to his strengths. Uh, I mean, uh, the thing that Josh McDaniels wouldn't do, um, if we flat out said, like, no, that's going to be my offense, whether it fits you or not. Which I just what saw today that Josh McDaniels has is redoing the Raiders offense so that it's more oh Jimmy Garoppolo friendly, oh, who's not as good a quarterback as Derek Carr. And I mean, they're both successful. It's just weird, but so um, we have yeah. done it to make him comfortable. And like you said, that that's going to lead. There's no excuses for Derek Carr um, if he if he's healthy this year and if um, our offensive line blocks people. Like he he's set up with every tool he needs. Yep. Um. He has a career, and again, this is only eight passes, but he has a career rating of 91.8. His career against the Chiefs is 83. He finished his eight-pass day with a 140.6 passer rating. I think we've seen enough of a sample size to say that Derek Carr is going to be the league MVP. Oh, you could probably get good <laughs> odds on FanDuel right now. Would it be, wait, wait, would it be comeback player of the year as well? Yeah. Oh, he's going to get them all, all the awards. He's going to get them all. Okay. <laughs> or is, or is Michael Bowl Thomas MVP. getting the comeback player of the year? Uh, y'all remember are they going to be I, one and two? That's true. Y'all yeah. remember when I when I placed a bet on Jameis Winston to lead the league in passing? Oh, that was uh-huh. fun. We do. Are you going to do that for uh, Carr now? Uh, I don't want to put the jinx on him. It's probably my fault. <laughs> for, for, yeah, for you put the bet and got hurt. No. Um, the other question I had is like, so was it a situation, was the story of the game that like the Saints came out that good or did the Chiefs come out flat or that bad? Like, was it really like, did the Chiefs give us the, the number ones? Did they give us the business and we just handled it or did were they just unprepared? Because they, they the clips that I saw, the Chiefs did not look good. Like, just put any team against them. Like, they just didn't look great, the ones. I mean, they couldn't move the ball. 
Our don't offense, think Andy, our defense was playing lights out. I don't think Andy Dalton could have done what Derek Carr did. And I don't think Andy Dalton would have led the Saints offense to that that drive if he was playing on Sunday, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably a, a, a I mean, I guarantee you Chiefs fans this week are saying like, hey, it doesn't matter. Like our last game was a Super Bowl. Like, how could we ever get hyped up for this game? And yeah, right. we did the starters, right. but that's more of a communication thing, not because we need them to. We don't need our starters to. We did, they don't need Patrick Mahomes to have a drive like Derek Carr needed to have. No. Right. Derek Carr walked into that game going, I need to show everybody and myself that this can happen for real first, on a field right. versus another team. Patrick Mahomes has no pressure. He's like, yeah, whatever. If I, if I go out there and throw three passes and they're all intercepted, like, who gives a shit? I'm still going right. to go try and be in the super, win the Super Bowl this year. Right. Nobody's going to free overreact yeah, like, in Kansas City. Not, not, not at all. So, I mean, I think the energy between the two teams was completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I <laughs> this hope was, it right, This is like a playoff game for us. Right. So, yeah. I, I hope it helps. It was the loudest that I've ever heard the Dome for a preseason game, um, which, I mean, say what you want. The Dome has not. That's what it's like when I'm going to be there. This, the dome has not consistently been the dome field advantage the last few years. Right. Um, it, the dome hasn't really recovered from COVID. Um, well, so they, last year there was a couple of good moments, but wasn't no, the sustained yeah. terrible you, environment Wesley. for That's the opposing team like previous years. And I'm hoping this is setting this the tone of you know, and and maybe it shouldn't have been. Maybe the team didn't put together a good enough team and record for. Uh, the fans should have been out there and been screaming their heads right. off the entire time. They didn't have a whole lot to cheer for. Uh, well, speaking I, I, of that, I, the Jimmy Graham. Don't 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 listen to the guy who is oh at every home game. Yeah, yeah, I got mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, whatever. What? Well, you got something you want to add to that? I, well, I I did. I mean, I think there was definitely a, a a hangover from losing Breeze. I think the fans, the fans. You know, losing him, I think there was a, a drop off in fan, even just fan expectation and fan excitement for games, even when, you know, the roster was still pretty good. A lot of people, a lot of fans didn't want to get behind Jameis. So there's some of that. But there was also just the drop off from from Drew, for sure. I think there, there was well, not just drop off, but like you you lost Drew. Right. Then you lost Jameis right away at they, the same time. Then, so you then dropped you lost, all the way down Sean. to Trevor Simeon. You know, and you lost Sean. Right. And you had COVID. Yeah. It was just a just downward the, spiral. Like a you know. I mean. Yes. Exactly. See. See. You, you see. You see why I'm on the show because I let you do that. Uh, but in, in addition, in addition to that drop off, I did feel like it was important for Allen to come out and and the team itself to come out on that first drive and to be like, to go all out and be like, we can fucking do this. Cause I think it was important for Allen to show the team that, that, Hey, I'm not, we're not just going to keep, we're not just going to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Same thing. We're not just going to keep doing what we're doing. So it was now Pete Carmichael, or does he still need to show a bit more before he gets his full name? He needs to do it in a regular season game. Okay. Okay. For for now, for now, for now, he's still got the Michael, but I'm I'm ready to give it back to him. If he could do it in week one, I'm ready to give it back to him. Oh wow! You're gonna give it away that quick. Are you gonna Are you gonna move up to from nine wins to ten? Oh, oh I guess you haven't heard. <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah, I, I saw there was a little chatter about it in WhatsApp, but uh, Jason, I, tell him, tell him. So, what's it, the story? It, it during the game, it was a moving target. I went from nine. I think I went up to undefeated, and then I came back down in the second, third <laughs> quarters. It's like the Velocicoaster. It, oh, it's it's great. I mean, the roller coasters are fun. That that's kind of my thing. So hold so. on, hold on, hold on. So you you went up because of what you saw the starters do, and then you dropped it back down because you didn't like what the end they of the game where guys who may not even be on the team did. Yeah, I'm allowed to have my own opinions. I can. Do what I, want. <laughs> I do I, believe. I don't have to be rational. I ah. do believe you settled at ten, though, right? As of now, I settled. I settled. The up needles move. We'll okay. So I want to go back to while y'all were watching live on TV, because I I only saw the clip where when they announced Jimmy Graham's reception. Why did you not watch the game? I couldn't get it. Why not? Don't you have NFL Network? Yeah. And it was blocked out. It was. How was it blocked out? Regional access. I was not able to. I was not allowed. They showed me like women's uh, tiddlywink championship. NFL Network doesn't have you were watching the wrong channel. NFL Network no, is all no. NFL. It even had on my YouTube TV thing. It had like the Saints Chiefs game, and it had a little eye with a cross on it. Like you're 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 blocked. And then when I did the streamcast thing, that James, I, I basically the whole time for me to try to set up the streaming 
workaround, it just kept sending me in this infinite loop of ads and nothing and nothing and nothing to where by the time I was able to even get anything and I did catch a piece like of a play, the starters were already out. So I was like, fuck was this, it, I'm just going to watch Was the it replay. like the old squiggly lines when you tried to watch uh, yes. uh, Max back Try to the catch day. a nipple on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you live in yeah. cowboy country. So yeah, I couldn't watch it. It wouldn't let me watch it. All that right. doesn't make so sense. As you were, I know. So yeah, when you said, Wesley, you posted to us, they're like, oh, we get another national NFL network preseason game because we're so awesome. Doesn't make a difference for this motherfucker. I did send I you a link. Stream up like, like five minutes into the game, I sent you a link to watch it on. Well, it also, like, well, it I got away. I, I was like, I'm not going to look at anything because I didn't want to be surprised. So I just backed out. It doesn't make sense that they would be blocked for you. Do they really think people from Alexandria are going to drive all the way down every week to watch the game? That doesn't make uh, that, sense. That's what I was like. Yo, surely, the, if anything, it so would not be blocked where I live. The only time it's supposed to be blacked out is when it's also being shown on a local TV channel. So, yeah. well, that, no. But, dude, this is the story every year. Preseason games, we never get preseason games here unless it's on a local channel. And then I get it through, like, the Cox or whatever, something like that. Anyway, Jimmy Graham catches a pass they say jimmy graham crowd goes nuts and when you were watching live did the announcers also shut the fuck up and let it just play air? like did the you announcers get it were really bad uh, joel myers i think probably got confused yeah they're not that good yeah, well, they, no, they yeah. said they, they said aj perry they said all kinds of people's names yeah wrong. he said a lot of people they kept and these are locals wrong. they they kept joel- calling they kept yeah, calling well, people Chris Olave that weren't Chris Olave. Like every yeah, time somebody catch them all, they're like, oh, another completion to Olave. Wait, geez. oh, that's not Olave. He had a like Joel had a rough game. He's great on because he he's the he's the the TV guy for the Pelicans for all their yeah, games. Yeah. So well, he's, that's the problem. I like him. He he had a rough day. He had a rough day. Well, yeah, yeah. If he's all Pelican, 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 then yeah, he's just phoning this one in. So like he pulled a Pelican plunge. Yeah. So did you see the clip then on Twitter? where they showed it and it was it was without the announcers and it was just jimmy graham and the crowd went wild and it was just silent it reminded me of the 2006 game against the falcons where the crowd just after the blocked punt and it was just nothing but crowd for about seven minutes where this was like jimmy graham and it was nothing but crowd for maybe you know, 20 seconds or something, but it was crazy that the crowd would, I get that you're going to cheer, but they stayed up for like 20 seconds without stopping unless that clip was edited. I mean, I get where you're coming from. And yes, the crowd loved it. When I'm not saying the, the experiences are equivalent, but I'm saying <laughs> the fact that the crowd cheered at a, at a consistent top level for it was probably an extended the loudest, period of time. It was probably the loudest cheer for a third string tight end catching the ball in a piece. <laughs> Well, okay. Right, so, right. so let, thank you. You get it. Let's, this guy let's gets also it. put into perspective that many people at this game um, will don't go to res- regular season games because they can't afford the tickets and they probably got the uh, these tickets for three and a half dollars. And they were still wearing Jimmy Graham jerseys because they've owned the Jimmy Graham jersey for 15 years. So I so maybe you say these is, are the people maybe this isn't comments. the best crowd to pull <laughs> over. Who's going to get the loudest cheers and what's going to happen? I can't wait till Jimmy Graham gets a catch in week one and, is, and the crowd's yeah. going to go nuts. These are the people who are taking extremely serious commentary on social media when the Saints sign a guy to be a fourth string practice squad backup player. And they're like, why the fuck are they signing this guy? He's not going to do shit for us. I will be there week one and I will not say a word when he catches a ball. Why not? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's not marking him. I like Jimmy Graham. <laughs> so somebody posted did you see somebody snuck yes. Mark Ingram's picture into the program this Lynn week for... jr they, his, Bowden... the, if they had a picture of mark ingram's <laughs> oh my god oh that's funny all right jamal williams leading rusher for the game nine carries 28 yards average of three yards per carry uh do you like what you saw there do you need to see more in, in a limited time, he's fine, and especially with our running boy. back. Like he's your guy for the first three weeks. It's good. Well, yeah, with, with especially with with um, with Miller getting hurt and not looking great. Yeah, what's the we... diagnosis? Two weeks, one to two that's... weeks, two weeks now. Like that's it. It's, it's they said one to two weeks. There, there's 
No, He'll be back no in November, reason. baby. He'll be back in so November. The, of 2025. Yeah. <laughs> so the problem there is if he's a bit of a project, does this hurt that also to where it's going to take a little longer? Uh, running I mean, backs usually did... figure it out pretty quick. Like, I don't, I'm not worried. You, you just hope the vision, you know, because the, obviously the, the play everybody saw, there was a, there was a wide open hole and he missed it. That's run, running back vision. You either have it or you don't. It's also against like an all pro defender. I'm not worried as much about that. I am worried about his knee. I mean, his knee was the knee he's been rehabbing all off season. So if this is something that's going to linger all season, I mean, I, I I thought he was going to, he was going to provide, especially in the back half of the season, really be valuable for the team. Now, once Alvin gets back, hopefully everything should be fine because Alvin looked great. But these first three weeks, I mean, you're going to, you're, even though Miller may be active, I don't know how many ball, how many, touches he's going to get you're looking at williams but we look at the williams brothers jamal and daryl yeah is daryl williams gonna he's play? probably i mean i guess you have uh i mean merriweather made some plays at the end of the game but he's undrafted he'll he'll i would imagine he'll be on the roster just because of at least for while well, alvin suspended but again how many touches he's going to get to use Taysom more as a running back for the first three weeks, you know, these are, th- these are part of the things that Pete Michael has to adapt to This is a, this is going to be a big test for him. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, in five seasons as a pro Daryl Williams has 1014 rushing yards. Like let's not overdo the fact that he's coming in to take significant snaps. He is playing. If he makes the team, He's making the team is taking the Dwayne Washington role without the special teams plays. I mean, he's the just in case we need somebody in there or ever up in a game. Let's, I mean, it's he's not coming in to take significant snaps, even when Kamara's out uh, for, for three weeks. That's, I mean, okay. So let's, let, let's say that, let's say that Miller isn't, they said he's going to be right about week one. Let's say he's out for week one. So we just have Williams, who's our second running back for week one. Pay some hill. Well, I mean, why don't we like, Let's let's just say that we trade for Najee Harris. We're just gonna make up things. <laughs> what well, I mean, call uh, Ozigbo. What's he up to? Where did he go? No, I mean, look, I'm 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 serious. They said, but I mean, his uh, Miller's injury is the same knee. He's been rehabbing all off season. There's a good chance that he ain't ready for week one. Well, yeah, so yeah, I mean, that makes Jamal Williams your your starter, and then Daryl Williams plays the useless Mark Ingram role for okay. Last year. All I mean, right, so I guess we're just going to you throw the ball. The ball two, 80, two, 90% of this back to the good old Drew Brees style I mean, offense. We run the ball 12 one times. running back getting can do that. 88% of the carries and another one just grabbing a few times. And also, let's not forget, Taysom Hill does run for six yards of carry in his career. Well, that, I mean, that, that's what I was saying. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, three games. Again, this is yeah. this is a big thing on on Pete. Pete's going to have to come up with a good game plan week one. Remember, Taysom I predict- was pretty absent. No, like, was it noticeably absent or is it just we needed to give a bunch of guys more time? We know what Taysom Hill can do. He got one pass. I think it's that. We, we, we know what he can do. Yeah. Um, he's going to play a large amount of the offensive snaps, I would imagine. In like the next preseason game or so? No, no. I mean, in, in, in the season. It- in the season, oh. yeah, with the season. Starts. I mean, then I, if that's the case, I would like to, for the team to be able to practice with him a little bit in a game setting. So I'd like to see a little bit more of Taysom Hill in the next you, you're couple gonna, of games. That's what that's what the um, joint practices, joint practices are going to be for the next mm-hmm. two weeks. That's where your starters are going to get the get the work. Okay. All right. Uh, At Perry, did he make the team with that touchdown? Like that's it. He's on the team. I yeah. think so. He, yeah. he he would severely have to screw it up. I mean, and James Washington got cut. Um. Uh. On on tu- on Tuesday this week, so I mean I think it's clear that we're, yeah th- there's a At Perry took a big step up, and you know what I mean maybe this is on him a little bit now to be consistent in practice because the person that we saw in the game we have not heard about being seen at practice and there's there's guys that are like that there's guys right. that are gamers and they step up and all but and and I guess I'd prefer that than the Callaway version of killing everybody in practice and then not He's existing literal opposite games, right. except for his his he had his one great preseason game and let's remember that before we go too crazy oh that was um, such a great preseason that's game exactly what I was going to say now. if Callaway I mean, could make the team with what he did in the preseason I mean, then AT Perry just made the team yeah I mean I, th- I think Perry makes the team but I mean again let's not forget that AT Perry didn't actually come out of nowhere he was 
based on skill and size and speed, was supposed to be a fourth-round draft pick who dropped because of some vague off-the-field thing that nobody can actually quote or say or knows what it is, and we have no remnants of understanding like what anybody was talking about. It's just basically this like dark rumor going around that something off the field happened and he's a bad teammate. But this guy's supposed to be a, a fourth-round receiver. It would be a number four or number five in your team, and he damn sure looked like it with multiple quarterbacks. Right. And I think there's something to it where, like, yes, he's not sure. If, if we're not talking about him because of practice, but he shows up in games, he could be one of those guys. Yeah, and six it's, and it's great, six too. With, six, 70 yards and a touchdown. With, with with him coming on like that and assuming Shahid is, gets healthy, this could be a pretty strong wide yeah. receiver room. That's a first down every catch. Or, I mean, Shahid, we can go Jason with it and say that Shahid never plays again. I mean, I mean, I've seen what this medical <laughs> training staff have no, done. You, the, you never I, know. To, to be fair, I think there's a lot riding on Shahid and Miller both being healthy by week one um, and Demario Davis being healthy by week one. I like what well, I saw from linebackers, but Demario Davis needs to be healthy. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things there that um, I like what we saw from the people that were behind them. During real football games, I'd like to see those starters and the, yeah. the high drafted yeah. people in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had eight different players catch the ball for a more than ten yard per catch average, even if it was like one catch. But like eight different players caught a first down catch. Yeah, there's going to be some receivers that, that get cut pass. that are going to get picked up. The re- receiver room might be the strongest room on the team at this point. Cool. What? what? Don't Who's like listening? saying things like that. What? What? You, you think you think the well, Bengals a couple of years uh, ago, coach was, is uh, listening to our podcast? Uh, no, but I'm just saying a couple of years ago in the preseason, somebody was talking about how we like what we have in the receiver room. And well, very remember different, very earlier? different scenario. It is. <laughs> and, and I don't I don't want to like rain away spray, but there was nine players who caught a pass of 10 yards or more. Yeah, oh, I'm looking at averages, not oh, okay. actual catches, but sure. Yeah, that's Mary, even better. Merriweather also had a 15-yard catch. Yeah. So that's everyone brought him. Average down. And, and oh, hold on. Before we go too far with away from the running backs, Ellis Merriweather looked like the Dwayne Washington role perfectly. Yep. Um, and that's a much bigger guy than I knew that he was. <laughs> I heard a, a few rumblings of, of what he could do, but that dude's 6'2", 225. He's a big dude. And, they said the, the thing they're really working on with him is his, getting his, his pad level lower, but he caught a ball. He caught two balls. He's run. The, I mean, I don't dislike what I saw from, from him. And I mean, you're talking about, this is, he came out of nowhere. Um, so, so there's, there's something there. Daryl Williams is going to have to compete with Merriweather because what Merriweather showed looked good and looked like, again, the Dwayne Washington role. I'm not saying he's going to be the, the starter during the first three weeks, but he looks like a guy that can play that role for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it was, that, that was a big positive coming out of the game, especially with, with everything else that went on with the running back. So Merriweather didn't even get a signing bonus. I know. Bonus. right? So that's, that shows you where he's come from to get to, to get to that. So yeah, I, yeah. Really impressed with, um, also with 24 years old. Like he's, he's a grown man. He's ready <laughs> to go. Just... He's ready to go. Um. All right. Uh. The, Kicker Blake Group kicks the 31 yard field goal. Groupie, groupie to kick. You're not to a groupie, groupie. Um, did y'all see his tweet about how he was checked? I think, I think, I think it got it got out everywhere because I had multiple people who are not Saints fans that aren't really even that big of football fans come up going, "Hey, did you see that thing about the Saints kicker?" Yeah, <laughs> it's, so he then, does. Yeah, everybody heard about only it. look That's 15 funny. though. He he looks like a child, like somebody's like younger brother yeah. that was out on the field. Yeah. But it's funny that he was like, it was an issue both before and after. And after both. Right? The game. <laughs> he's 5'7", he 165, something like that. Oh my God, he's like a little Martin Gramatica. That's funny. All right, let's switch to defense and talk about Alante Taylor. We did a whole episode on Taylor, Adebo, and where they might land. Were we right? I feel that I was very right. <laughs> I've, I've been very adamant about the thing, fact that I think this is a Debo's job. Um, and I get the the Taylor love because he's 
He's got the swagger and the talk and he's so fast and so athletic and RAS score and all that stuff. But Adebo is a better cornerback right now today. And he showed yeah. it on Sunday. I mean, I think, I think I mean, again, Adebo not that Taylor did anything that wrong. Job. Right. Taylor well, didn't t- do anything wrong when he played, right? Well, yeah, he, he had two, he had two screw ups. Yeah, two screw ups, but he was playing in the slot on those not outside corner, which, which is, is the position he's learning. Bradley Robe is going to be the starting slot corner. Right. On on the ins on the outside, he deflected a ball. I mean, now Breezy made the quarterback throw a bad ball because Breezy rushed up the middle and got in the quarterback's face. But Taylor got in and bounced the ball up in the air that was then intercepted. So he he was there making a you know the the play that he needed to when he was on the outside. Um, but I mean, there's a reason that one of them started, I believe. And I think that uh, the Adebo was the starter last year. He was written as the starter coming into this year. They've been going back and forth. Looks like it's Adebo's job. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, you brought up Breezy. Besides that play, anything else noteworthy? Yeah. He just he just looked um, quicker than I thought he was going to be. His his gets off the snap really, really well. So his reactions to the ball being snapped are really good. And he doesn't just do it with power, which is what I think everybody thought was going to be the case with him to begin with, that it was going to be power, 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 but it's not. He's got a set of moves that he tried to bring them all into, bring them all into play. Don't get me wrong. He is a strong, he's a strong dude. Um, And he did do a couple of decent ball rushes. Like the, the, the play that Wesley was talking about, that was a straight ball rush, right? Drove, of two players into the quarterback. Um, but I was impressed with his um, varied move set that he's got already. Good. He's, he's big and he's fast. He, uh, I mean, he, for a first preseason game, he looks like the best first round offense or defensive lineman that the Saints have picked in a long time. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, if, in, in their first games, like people like Davenport and Turner, um, even even Cam Jordan didn't look that way. I mean, he he looks like a, a guy who's going to be good in this first year. He's yeah. definitely a man. He is, he is a, a big, wide, and fast. Like it... if, if you're going to get a jersey, this is probably the guy you ought to look at. Yeah. Well, can, will they custom make one that says B-R-E-E-S-E-E instead of because he has one E at what, the beginning? What, what, you realize how many people are going to take the role Breeze jerseys and change yes. the number and just add, add a, add <laughs> a zero? That would seem and, like it e. would be a lot easier just to get a new Breezy jersey. <laughs> I mean, yes, but you know All how the customizations. Yeah, people love their customizations down here in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, what else on the defense? How the linebackers look? I know we, that's one of our question mark spots on the Linebackers roster. look look pretty good it was it was encouraging to see all the other guys get some time without without davis playing and with warner only playing that first drive so yeah i that's one of the positions i know i was looking at so i thought it i thought it was good 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 to see that i'm more worried about the defensive ends than i am the and, linebackers at this point i think and how did they perform well outside of the starters you know, no, I think Granderson and Cam are going to be fine, but uh, obviously Fosky looks like a project. He's going to take a while. Now, sometimes defensive ends can take a while. I mean, even Cam only had what one and a half sacks his first year. So, Look, looking at what Fosky did on Sunday, I'll be surprised if he gets one sack this year. Yeah, he's he he needs to gain a lot of strength, learn a lot of good moves. He's he's going to be a project for now. I actually. I don't feel bad about the defensive ends. I mean, with with uh, Granderson, Jordan, Passigno, um, and Turner um, being a little four-man rotation, um, that's good. Foskey's not going to get a lot of snaps because of those four. Um, let's not forget that Kyle Phillips got an interception, which doesn't happen a lot for defensive ends. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But on, on your original also... question, your question with linebacker, I left here feeling a lot better about linebacker than when we started. Uh, one, I, I felt good. I like the Jalen Smith signing. Um, I don't like it if we were signing him to be a 17-game starter, but if he's going to be there as a just-in-case and sometimes a third guy, I'm happy about that. But in the game, um, DeMarco Jackson, Anthony Orgy, um, and Nephi Sewell, and even Ty Summers didn't look bad. I mean, Pete Werner looks like Pete Werner. We haven't heard anything about him in the the training camp. He's just kind of been hanging out. and doing. But 
what Pete Werner is great at is tackling. And in this game, Pete Werner was great at tackling. Um, but the, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be a linebacker cut or two cut that has made some plays in the, in, in the game this past weekend. There's, um, I, I actually felt a lot better about the linebacker thing because I've been terrified of our depth. I mean, who doesn't love an orgy? <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, Come on. I'm surprised it took that long for one of us to make that joke. <laughs> well, to be fair, he hadn't regarded been been good enough to be mentioned until now. Right. He was he no, was just was... one of the, he was he was one of the random dudes on the outside of the circle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, come on, host. Yeah. Do we about this? yeah. How do I come out of this one? Uh, oh, that's, that's what, what she that's said. That's what they said. <laughs> <in> the <orgy. laughs> you Jason, look what you've started. Tag. That's it's the what off she season. Said. This is what it's, it's the off season. That's what it's all about, baby. Um. So, coaching. I know we talked a little bit about Jason. You said you liked what the coaches did in preparation for this game. Um overall grade the coach a b c on this game yes on preparing the team for this game and then on preparing the team for this game yeah. coming out with energy and winning the game i mean i this is gonna be good i'm gonna give him an a yeah there we wow. go. i Man. thought you were definitely gonna go b plus now a preseason A is different from a regular season A, but I'm, I'm going to give it to him because he may not get any more A's the rest of the season. So he he earned it this week. His team came out. I mean, it's still, when you listen to a press conference with him, it's still like, fuck, really? This dude's our coach? He's but just a, a, yeah. He is kind of a, a, a weird personality. I he's, think he's a big a, nothing. It's you know what I think like, he is? He's a nerd. He's, he's trying. Like, there's some things. He's a nerd. He kind of. You can tell, like he pulls from Peyton a little bit because he was with Peyton a lot. But he's just a—he's just a big. I think dud. he's a really, really—he's just a big guy. nothing. He's a big I think nothing. He's a smart guy. He's a great defensive mind for sure. Right. He's I don't just, know that he's necessarily a leader of men. I think you're right, Jeff. I think it's cere- more cerebral with him than it is with um, with other people, and right. and that's the way that that he goes. Look, he had them fired up. There's no doubt about that. Which is not something you could really say happened last year yeah apart from that four game stretch at the end of the season where they went on that bit of a winning you know the winning streak but yeah i think he's he's definitely more cerebral than peyton ever was yeah i wonder if it wasn't where like as peyton was the motivator and when dennis allen first took the helm he kind of took on that role of motivator because that's what the head coach did. And over the course of the year, the, in those last four years, and even now he, he realized that's not me. And so he might have someone out. He, he probably filled that position. Like, okay, somebody else is going to be the motivator. He's, he's, on this he's got a motivation coordinator. Have to, yeah. It doesn't have to be the head coach. Let him do what he excels at, which Bill is Johnson. strategist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, understand what's going on in the news (laughs) so i i don't know some whatever they're doing is working so i think they should just keep doing what they're doing (laughs) for now so the other criticism that i read about was the offensive line depth was and the lack thereof was very visible when the second and third stringers came out onto the field. I think if you watch any highlights of second half of the preseason games from this weekend, you'll see the same thing in all games. Once you get past the first six starting or the six offensive linemen in your team, the drop off then to the backups is, especially when all five are backups. Yeah, it's, you it's, can it's, you it's, can carry kind of carry one and scheme up one who's not as good as the others, but when all five are bad, because yeah, I think it, I think rushing the passer as a defensive lineman, a third string is is easier than being a third string offensive lineman. It's easier to be a defensive lineman than it is to be an offensive lineman, and I think that's why the struggles were there. Yeah, you could go to any team across the league if they lose a couple of ounces of linemen, like they're they're just fucked. And and you look at the Saints. I mean, we've got. I know we all rag on Pete, but if he's our six, 
it's yep. not a bad number six to have as much as we all shit on him. Speaking of Pete, think, you know, J- James Hurst did have one play where he fell straight back onto his back and got <laughs> ran over. And I, I think he misunderstood what the coaches meant when they said that we wanted him to replace Pete. Um, so he maybe, <laughs> hey, took, he, it, he, he he maybe took it too literally. So maybe we just need to tell him we, we just want him to be a good left guard. So, yeah, so so you will have Pete as your number. Assuming, let's say, Hurst starts, Pete's going to be your, your backup, your number six. Hopefully, Saldaveri turns into number seven. And just hope, again, with offensive line, you got to hope for the best. You got to hope because, like, like we've all talked about before, that is, in terms of the offense, that is the number one thing for this offense. The offensive line has to stay. Saldaveri looks like he needs – this year of development so that he can be the guard a guard of the future next year which is what a lot of guys <laughs> which that's said about, about penning last year right, it was right, the same right. thing he needed this, he needs reps this no is, penning is, needed to get this, healthy this is what eh, he also need for well, he pass blocking, need he needed the reps. He and that's why he reps, yeah. that's why penning's playing with the first and second team he's getting as many reps as possible saldaveri is going to need those re- i'm glad we drafted saldaveri i think that saldaveri ends up being a, a good guard he wasn't a good guard this weekend. Yeah, yet. he's he's not he's not ready yet, but he's he's gonna get there. Well, I mean, it's welcome to the NFL too for yeah, of some course. of these guys. Of course, Kendrick Miller too. All right, uh, anything else y'all got on the game? Any news dropping within the last couple of days besides the Saints signing Daryl Williams? The Saints which we already talked about James Washington, wide receiver. I don't even did he even play Sunday. Special teams, maybe. I, I don't recall. Okay. I, I'll just say, like, uh, we talked That's about it in the instant good. reaction, but just looking mm-hmm. at it the last couple of days, I still am uh, happy with what we saw from Jake Hayner. I think some yeah. of the Saints media um, and then Saints fans were disappointed because what we've heard about him in training camp is he's been almost perfect. Like, he's been like wowing everybody, looking like, oh, wow, he could be the backup this year. And like, He's been getting on that kind of pub. We overreacted. Um, and and I think some people were disappointed that he didn't look like that. Um, but I think what we saw from him, he looked good. And uh, I'll stand by what I said the other day is that for his first taste of the NFL um, and the kind of pressure and all, he, he had some struggles. He made it through it. Still, you know, it's an athletic dude that can sling the ball. And I think he's uh, he, he's set up good to be what he's supposed to be. Um, and again, and, that, and that, that two minute, drive. two minute drive was great. He, he, yeah. He that's all it, you can ask for from a young kid like that. And and then speaking of the, the, the dome is actually the thing that screwed him up is because the, we're going for two and the dome was screaming instead of being quiet. So the center didn't hear him saying that calling check, off check, the check, play. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was calling off the play and the center heard him say set hike. Why is the dome screaming when we've got the ball on? Because these are fans that can't yeah, afford are, regular are, exactly. seasons. Hold on, hold fans. on. I don't know hold what they're on. doing. It's because Even... Jason wasn't there to bring them to order. That's just... why. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. There are a lot of dumb fans. Even, even in the regular season, no, there there's, are. A there's, lot of, there's a lot of dumb fans in this dome. They're just are. It's the, the fact that like they do the wave when we're on offense. Like, Worst what? Do, do, at this point, do well, the wave, I mean, period. You really don't have time to do the wave in one like series like you have it's gonna cross over into the offense okay I mean, but don't don't you so, expect don't have a stop? fan try to do the way like look if we're up 40 to 10 sure do the wave i don't care if you no, see somebody start the wave That's you the only, have my permission to slap them well the only reason publicly you should start Mike a triplet wave. for saying he participated in the the wave yeah, I, yeah next I, time we speak I never to Mike triplet, in the wave. i'm gonna I, be oh no that is work. definitely oh, something I, participate. That we're gonna... I love the no. wave but it only wave is only fun no. when it like no. james said when it's 40 it's to 10 it's, and it's, 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 i said it has no place in adult sports yeah but yes why what's wrong with the wave i'm not there to dance i'm not there to dance i'm there to oh but you're gonna sing sweet caroline when they play the song you're not sat down singing. That's not, is it? Oh, I'm not there to sing. Oh, yeah, but the live it's during a timeout. It's not during the play. And they when you do swing, uh, singing during during the play, play, do you put your arm around the person next to you and you sway when you sing? No. Yeah. yeah. And then you kiss Caroline. the guy next to you whenever you're singing. Wait, what? Is his name Caroline? We didn't all do that? What? Where did that <laughs> that's, come what from? The, that's what the guy in uh, England told that's me. That was an English tradition. 
No. Yeah. Huh. They they were lying. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I didn't mention it on the instant reaction, but Adam did text me and said they still played Crunk after we scored the touchdown. Oh, I could hear it on the could hear on the broadcast. Well, it's gonna be there until no! something replaces it. We're all Ch- gone. Chopper's... Like they're all gone. Fucking get rid of it. Ch- Chopper Star was played at one point. There was. I'm okay with. I'm okay with Chopper Star. Just classics. Crunk is done. Crunk is fucking done. Saints. Next thing you know, they're going to be playing tag team back again. Check your director. Let's I'd rather, at this point, I'd rather that never hear crunk. some noise. DC yeah. in the house. Jump, Just, jump I'm sorry. Like, Saints, stop playing fucking crunk. It's over. It was It was a thing. It's not a thing anymore. Stop playing it. I mean, I it is a our good dumb fans sound. Love it. Yeah, but the, even not, not the whole song, but the. No, it's a good it's sound. Over. It's the brass. I don't even get excited when I hear it anymore. Orleans, even though it's Atlanteans that made Whenever it. Whenever I but... hear it, I sit down. I don't get excited for it anymore. So you it's... sit down and don't get crunk then. It, it doesn't move my needle. He's not doing the wave. He's not getting crunk. He's, I mean, do you enjoy the games at all? What's, what's the point of having a season ticket if you're not going to do any of that? <laughs> he doesn't want to do any. They have good pork nachos. Uh, they Actually, they haven't even it. served those for a few years. They did revamp a lot of the food, but supposedly it's way overpriced, and I don't know how good it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. This was the first game that a lot of fans got to experience some of the Superdome changes. How were they, Jason? Oh, sorry. Never mind. It's a, it doesn't matter. I don't I don't eat Wait or drink at the games the anyway. Season. I'll see what they look like. I'll take some pictures and send them to the group. But Thanks. that's not till September. I mean, it's, it's less than a month away. <laughs> 26 days, that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's less like... than a month away. But right. again, I don't, it, it's, I don't eat at the games. It's too expensive. I don't I do drink a little at the games now, but you know, I'll maybe get a beer, but the beer is like eleven dollars now. I mean, yeah. Shit, that's ridiculous. All I right. remember back in the day we're like, God damn, beers are seven twenty five. What is this world coming to? That was twenty years ago. That's what's twenty years ago. Get <laughs> off my lawn. <laughs> Jason, I mean Wesley, final thoughts, because I know you gotta run. Yeah, there is uh, a terrible thing going on in the nfl and uh, we've got to fix this number fiasco uh, teddy bridgewater is signed with the detroit lions and he is going to wear number 50 because zero through 19 is taken by moron linebackers and uh, defensive linemen and all this crap this is a serious ridiculous problem and why do they to, have a it's going to affect my mental capacity to um, enjoy the, the nfl game and like, I thought that number groupings were by position. They stopped it last year. Yep. They stopped it last year. And then this year they added in that number zero is actually zero. Right. Why? Well, it's so Marcus Davenport could wear a number that's lower <laughs> than the amount of sacks he's going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's, that's all I, I, really I meant more. Why did they stop the like, what was the reason to stop the number position groupings? I don't know. Everybody's got feelings and, you know, wants to express themselves in whatever way they need to. And, <clears throat> Some linebackers Marketing. don't want to wear a big hefty number like 52. I don't know. It's stupid. I mean, I'm not one that really gets my gets riled up by the num the whole number thing, but a quarterback wearing number 50 is ridiculous. The Mar- Marcus Way wearing six bugs me. Um, Shahid wearing 22 Quan, is going to Juan was wearing five was kind of ridiculous. I'm just, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. And well. now we have, again, the dumbest thing ever is Teddy a Bridgewater quarterback. a quarterback wearing 50? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, but he's also maybe not going to see the field. I mean, the quarterback in front of him is not good either, so he might actually see the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, James, final thought. Um, I was blindsided yesterday. Oh, where are you now? The story that came out yesterday about Michael Orr and the whole family taking all of his money and he wasn't actually adopted and they made him sign a conservatorship when he was 18 and they've taken all the money from the books and the film puts a bit of a slightly different slant on the, uh, on the film and the book now, doesn't it? Well, there's a lot more information that came out today. The, yes. I mean, yeah. the, the first story came out, the Tui's never got a chance to respond. They are responding in kind now that Michael Orr is saying that he found out this in February and he's just thrown out. They have text messages from three years ago when he was asking them for money, demanding money, saying, I'm going to go public if you don't give me money. 
that's the most illegal thing we've heard out of this whole story from either side. First of well, all, well, it, it doesn't mean and, he's it doesn't mean he's wrong if they if like if we, they got all the rights from the movie and he got nothing. Like I don't I don't know all right, but but you can't tell you somebody you can't threaten people with pay me or I'm going public with this. That is illegal. No, and it then, is. It is. And then today, multiple people of the Tui family, including S J, the little brother, is saying. I have made, you really I have made really, in, really in all the years since the movie, I have made between 60 and $70,000. It was the initial payment. All this story that's coming out about us making millions of dollars didn't happen like it. So there are very conflicting stories here and it wouldn't make sense for me for this family to be coming out going, this is how much money we made because it's going to be proven. Like, I don't know why. Hold like, on. Why they, is, why does, Right, so if they made the money because they it's their like they told the story, all they sold the, the royalties, rights, they signed from the contracts. The if they made the money, why is that wrong? That's the other thing that I mean, what's wrong with that? He didn't sign a contract. He wasn't involved in the deal. Well, they, it, did. So they sold the story. I, I, I think some of it was if if he was one they of their the story. Le- if, if their he was version. one of their legally adopted children, he would have gotten like the contracts they signed allowed the parents and the children to get everything. So he would have been included with the family in terms of royalties. Well, because, because, okay. So here's the funny thing. So if anybody believed the story that the book and the movie told, then I've got, that's, that's not the point. I've got a, it's, it's a I got a, yeah, I got a yeah. horse to sell no, no, it's, it's, or it's whatever the thing is. Or, or right. It was been... never the thing. That family got that kid to bring into the high school. It's what the, what the villain of the movie was accusing them of is probably more true than what the reality was. Michael Orr has always been mad about the movie because the movie made him look stupid and not yeah. like a smart kid. Right. And he is simple. He's always simple. Been it made him look simple. It, yeah, he's it, always been it, a yes. smart guy. So. And I mean, and some of the highlights are definitely real in there. And at this point, what I don't understand is somebody has gotten in his ear about how many millions of dollars they made and that his career, his 16 year career is over. And this, this is about money. How much did he make in his 16 year career? More than whatever they, they they made off of. Yeah. He he was a first round pick. He probably got at least one big contract. Did he stay with the Ravens? He did not. No, he went to Carolina at one point, didn't he? Oh. Well, then I don't know. He probably Wait. got paid a decent amount. I mean, the main point of what I was going to say was, is, is Sandra Bullock going to have to hand back her Oscar like Reggie Bush had to hand back the Heisman? He, he made just under $35 million in his yeah. career. Yeah. yeah, and he's going to make a big issue out of them making a couple hundred thousand dollars off a movie. Well, their, their, gonna... their story is they made between thousand dollars each. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting story to see how it unfolds. I mean, it's it's gonna unfold every the, all the everything is gonna come out. But, or, of, course, but of course, you've got yes, Michael the, or Wesley. That's the, who we're talking. The about. initial or, or, or when yeah. you when Michael you were eighteen or. and you were an adult, you signed a stupid contract that somebody ended up taking. I mean, even if you did get taken advantage of it, and I don't yeah. think that he did, but if you did, like. Okay. I see. That's the other what, thing. I gotta believe doing? that he that he had to have he had to have signed away his claim. It's or Michael. Or. What? What? Uh, I, I think that's part of when he signed the conservatorship. That signed away his claim. Everything went to the parents. Whereas if he was legally adopted, so maybe the movie had... was correct, and he is simple. He is stupid. Think <laughs> things that things that aren't questionable is whether or not he. Came from a broken home, spent many times homeless, bounced around from place to place. They gave him a place where he could call home every night, fed him meals, you know, gave him a truck to drive. I mean, those things are true that they did happen. Now, did they did they do it because all they cared about was him going to their alma mater? It yeah. seems like they it seems like that was uh, yeah, important I mean, to them. Not, it on. seems like that was important to them, but it also seems like they actually cared about this human being. And the fact that I don't think they would have cared about later take the same situation and the other and the other human being all things equal except the other human being sucks at football. I don't think they do that. What probably they that's what I'm saying. It's probably so yeah. both handed. That you know means what? they did it for but, football. I mean, there's definitely is, a lot of in between going. No, on. they did it for football, and they they capitalized off of his situation and 
he capitalized too. But he so, also did because but, if they didn't do that, the man never goes to the NFL, never makes thirty four and well, a half he, million he was, dollars. No, no, no. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was already in the NFL. He was already in the NFL. But he was a highly he was a highly recruited offensive line. He was going to go to no, but he doesn't become a highly recruited if he's not taken in by this family and he plays for this high school team. He's on the streets and he may never play football in college at all so what no, they did saying, no before before they the got board, involved he was a highly recruited offensive he was going to be yeah, an offensive could, lineman he could for have, a big program but usually kind of a lot of maybe no. some of those stories turn out to somebody where somebody giving you a place to go gets, on summer vacation and christmas breaks and supporting you and making you fill up yeah that probably makes it easier to make it through those things right or maybe they look at it as around. the benefit that we gave you it way further exceeds the money that we made off of this story so yeah. you did benefit it's a it's a it's a weird it's a weird and the other side of it, it is is the other side is yes this is a maybe a, a family who again going back to like they did this for football they, they had ulterior motives they it's, had selfish it's probably motives. a little bit of both on both sides right exactly but yeah. well, imagine he, that it's not he, one side or the other and it's somewhere he, in the middle he could stand in the street in front of their house and he had a decision to make too do i go in that house or do i go down the street and sleep on this corner i mean so both 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 of them looked at yeah. it and saw a way to benefit and, yeah let me tell you what, there's a whole lot of uh, marriages with wealthy people married to somebody way younger than them, where it's very obvious what's going on, but nobody says it. These people both benefited from this, too. Um, right. It's not it's not a not a lot different than the. This now, many now he, later, and this is a bunch of millionaires griping about who who has. Right, more right. they're, they're all millionaires. <laughs> Everybody, now, or maybe I, Michael Orr spent all his millions and he needs some money, and that's why he's making. Well, I, I, I did. See, now he he said that because the movie portrayed him as being stupid, yep. that limited his future. Like now, NFL GMs think he's stupid. Now I disagree I, with. I, that. I don't average know NFL career. Like, I, I think right, I think right. he did okay. I don't think an NFL owner yeah. is going to make a decision based off of a character portrayal in a movie. Maybe Michael. Maybe you're just not qualified to go into becoming yeah, a coach. The NFL's also not proven to be a bunch of the yeah, smartest yeah, guys in the room. They're, they're sitting there. He's like, you know, I'd really like five years on the next, next deal. And they're like, well, you know that time you wrecked that truck with SJ, SJ in the passenger side? We're only willing to go three years. <laughs> None of that happened. Like, it, it did not matter at all. Right. So there's that final thought. Jason. Yeah, that went on. That went on quite a long time, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, Please. Jesus. Yeah, that wasn't even my final thought. Right now, let's talk about cargo. Let's shorts. talk about cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. Jason, you yeah. have a final thought for real? Yeah. So this you. is um, for all you out there who have rejected me. This is your last chance to catch up on Star Wars Rebels because Ahsoka comes out next week. So just give me a final. It's too much to watch. You, I'm sorry. I mean, I told you this last year. You had a whole year. Sorry. <laughs> this is your final warning. Sorry. That's all I got because I think the series is going to be fucking awesome. I think I'll enjoy it without watching all the prerequisites. Yeah, series. but if you did watch it, yeah, but I'll, imagine, I'll let right? you explain it to me as though I'm listening it, to a podcast. Is it, what? Wait, is this one? Anime? What if I choose not to? Then I'll listen to another podcast that does tell me about it. Is this Star Wars anime as well? Get the fuck out of here, both it's of y'all. Animation, live action, current. Um, action. No, I not. on that same vein, my final thought will be about the TV series Twisted Metal on Peacock. Which I'm gonna tell you what, if you like Deadpool and you like the boys, you will love Twisted Metal. It's in that same vein of hardcore, gratuitous action coupled with witty comment or com what bah, comedy. And uh and if there was ever any question of whether Anthony Mackie could carry a franchise or carry something as he's entering in as Captain America Falcon guy then this show proves that he is he can be the guy he is awesome i'm a huge anthony mackie fan especially after twisted metal this show is amazing also the clown character samoa joe yeah he he stole the show uh as i heard it was also filmed a lot in in our where we yeah yeah i saw a few so because Anthony Mackie was filmed in, in Louisiana, if you're from there, Twisted Metal, though, seriously, this show had it all. It was awesome. It was awesome. Like surprised me how good it was. I just look for Twisted Metal. It's not out over here yet. So no spoilers, please. Watch Severance. I don't think I mean, that's out here yet either. OK, I got to go. <laughs> Bye, 
Bye-bye, Donkey. All right. That's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dome Patrol Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, X, at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. Is it Twitter? Is it X? Is it Twitter? X? X. What do we call it? X. Technically, it's X. I still call it Twitter. Well, I don't know. I think it's still Twitter. It's just the logo is X. Like, X. I don't think anybody's going to say... It, everybody's putting X. X, formerly known as Twitter. You go read about it on. Who's every... everybody? I call it Twitter. That's so weird. Like, you weird. can't, you can't, you can't. Like, what? You, you're gonna tweet something? Are you gonna now X something? That's what post. I do. Just post. You just, you just post it. That's so stupid. Wow. Talk about diluting your brand. Talk about being a what a fucking idiot. Who's this guy? <laughs> Who are the Who are ad the ad wizards? <laughs> Came up with that one. All right. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Give each of our episodes a five-star rating. Give it a comment and set up your auto-download so you can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, non-rebels donkeys. Bye, blind orgy donkeys. You're the best Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best around. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.